Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hi, welcome back. How are you? I have a treat for you this week. I'm going to be talking about scaling your business. Is one of your business goals to scale your business this year? Certainly is for me. Scaling your business simply means growing the revenue in your business without spending more time, or at least significantly more time. It's sometimes referred to as passive income, but I don't like that term, to be honest, because it suggests you don't need to do anything, at least after it's set up. And in reality, there are very few revenue streams which can be truly classified as passive income. And those that are usually involve investing a significant amount of money in order to generate that income. So you've got things like investments in equity, bonds, etc. Now, I have nine ideas to share with you today, and none of these ideas involve investing much money up front. But they do request, require an investment of time, at least to set up. But the benefit, though, is the amount of money you can earn from that time is truly unlimited. You're not trading time for money, and that's the attraction. And while many people think about scaling when they're at the limits of what they can do one-to-one, when they're maxed out in terms of time but want to earn more money, you can introduce any of these ideas before you get to that point. In fact, you could start a business with any of these. So what are they? Well, in no particular order, idea number one is to add an online course. There's been an explosion in both the availability and demand for online courses over the past few years. People have become very used to learning online. Yes, that's one of the very few benefits of COVID and lockdowns. Online courses allow students to learn at their own pace. You record the material and they can access it whenever and wherever they want to. Obviously after they've paid you. Some courses have a live element to them, but you don't have to include this. And even if you do, there is little additional effort or cost between teaching a few people and a few thousand people when you're doing it online. So what can you launch a course on? Well, it could be on anything. It doesn't have to be related to the business you run. Although it might be easier to promote it if it is, because you've already got an audience who might be interested in buying it. The course itself can be made up of videos, slides, PDFs, audios, workbooks, etc. If you are using video, you can record on your phone or computer. You don't need to spend a lot of money on expensive equipment when you first start out. Although you might want to buy a separate mic, and a ring light or softbox if you're going to be on camera. But these don't need to cost a lot of money. And for creating slides, workbooks, PDFs, etc., I use, and therefore recommend, Canva.com. It's free as well. And you can even present using Canva and record your screen. It doesn't have to cost much money to put a course online. Once you've created your course, you need to host it somewhere that people can access And you need to be able to take payment to give access to the course. 
Now, while you could just invoice and manually send the files by email, that's not really scalable. So what options are there if you do want to scale? Well, you can sell through a course platform like Udemy. These take a significant commission, but they do make it very easy to set up and they promote your course for you. You can run the course on your website. We use LearnDash for our courses and combine that with WooCommerce for payment. Obviously, that's only if you're on WordPress. But when somebody pays, they get a login and immediate access to all the content. And the beauty of doing it on your website is it can be designed to look like the rest of your website, if you want to, of course. And it won't surprise you to know that that's my favourite option. But you can also choose to host on an all-in-one course solution like Kajabi, Teachable, etc. These put your course on their own servers and you use their own templates. And as a result, they tend to be much easier to set up than doing your first course on your website. But they can work out to be quite expensive. Kajabi is something like £100 a month. Of course, you can always start with one and then change to another. But please check that you continue to own the content if you use anything other than your website. And once you've created the course and chosen somewhere to host it, you need to promote it to get people buying. It's not going to sell itself, is it? (laughs) Although, to be fair, that's true of all the ideas I'm sharing with you today. They all need promoting. Okay, so the next idea is a masterclass. A masterclass is a one-off live teach held online. You promote the class ahead of time, and you might also decide to sell the recording in a similar way to an online course. When I've run masterclasses, I've done this, and I've sent the recording to anyone who registered for the class in case they want to watch it again or they couldn't watch it live the first time. Like an online course, there is no limit to the number of people you can have on the masterclass, although you might need to pay a little bit more capacity depending upon the service you use. There are different ways of running the masterclass. You need a means of taking payment, a way of notifying participants about accessing the class, and then a way of streaming the actual class. And of course, if you're sending out a recording, then you need a way of recording and storing that recording. The more scalable methods of a masterclass would involve taking payment for that class on your website or on a course platform, that would trigger sending an email with the streaming details. This email can either be sent immediately on booking or shortly before the class starts. Or of course you can do both. You can stream the actual class in a private social media group, although I suspect this is strictly against the rules of most of them. Or using Zoom or something similar. We're all familiar with Zoom these days. (laughs) Then you can email the recording or you can store it on YouTube, Vimeo or similar provide the link to those who bought the masterclass. Alternatively, you can store the recording on your website, either as a password protected page, which is obviously the easiest way to do it, or a course or membership page. Or you can put it on a course or membership platform like the online courses I mentioned earlier. And I think the key thing is you want to automate this process as much as possible to make it scalable. And I'd also recommend doing a test run of the tech beforehand. Even the most famous of coaches have been known to have tech problems on their classes. But please don't let this stop you, though. It's actually not that difficult at all. Okay, idea number three is to run a group program. 
A group programme is similar to a course, but it usually involves a group of people growing th through the programme together. A class or a cohort, if you like. There are many different ways of running a group programme. You can give access to all the material at once, or you can drip feed the material over time. You could pre-record the material, or you could teach some or all of it live. And then of course, giving access to a recording for anybody unable to participate live or wanting to watch it again. And the key with a group programme is that there is interaction between members of the group and with the person running it too. That might involve a Facebook group, or I'm certainly seeing greater use of forums like Circle these days. But whichever forum you use, it allows participants to ask questions related to the programme. And it might also involve a weekly Q&A or coaching by you. And while a group programme is very scalable, it can involve a significant amount of time to run. And obviously there's a limit to the number of people you can really have in any one programme, unless you involve associate coaches. But the one thing about group programmes is they can be very lucrative. Okay, next idea, number four, is to launch a membership. In many ways, a membership is just a continuous group programme, although they do tend to be a bit less intense. Members pay a regular subscription, although I have seen memberships where people make a one-off payment to join for life, and they get continuous access to the benefits of the membership. Now that could be a bank of resources, it could be live teaching or coaching, it could be discounts on things they can buy, it can be access to a forum or social media group to ask questions or for support. To me, the best memberships feel like a community of people, all looking out for each other under the leadership of a guide. That's why people tend to stay. They might join for the resources, but they tend to stay for the community. With the need to keep it going and feeling fresh, a membership can be a significant undertaking. But the number of people in the membership can be unlimited, so it's a very scalable option. Memberships can be run through your website. We've set up a few for clients, ranging from coaching memberships to a sound club. Members can sign up online, give their payment details and get automatic access. Going forward, they can then log in via the website to get access to the resources. And if they stop paying, then login is automatically cancelled. And you can add a Facebook group or other social media group for support too. I've also seen memberships run through platforms like Kajabi and forums like Circle. Again, these take payment and give access. A less low-tech solution is to manually invoice and use something like a Facebook group. Although that's not quite so scalable, so I don't recommend you use that route for very long. Okay, idea number five is a bit different. It's to write a book. Writing a book is another way to share your knowledge and get paid for it. A book is, of course, a more passive source of income than a group programme or membership, in that once it's written, it just needs promoting. And of course, the more it's promoted, the more it is likely to sell. There are a number of ways you can do a book. You can publish it yourself, or you can get a publisher. You can choose to have print runs, or you can have it print on demand. You can use a one-stop shop with the likes of Amazon. They will list your book, take payment, print on demand, and even send it out for you if you want, without you ever having to see or feel it. This makes it easier, although of course it does cost a little bit more. 
And while a book does need promoting to generate revenue, there is no limit to the number of books that can be printed and sold. It is truly scalable. And whilst most authors don't make a fortune from a book, a book can be a very good way to promote some of your other offerings, like a course or your one-to-one services. And the content of a book can be repurposed into a talk, blog posts, social media, etc. Now, you don't necessarily need to write a whole book and get it published. Because the idea number six is to write and sell ebooks or PDFs that can be downloaded. And once written, you can add these to your website, take payment, and email, email or redirect to the PDF. It's really not difficult to set up. And there are other kinds of digital downloads you could sell. You could sell templates, workbooks, planners, etc. In addition to selling these on your website, you could sell through a third party like Etsy. Idea number seven is the more traditional way to scale once you've reached the capacity of what you can do. And that's by employing others to deliver your service. This allows you to serve more clients without spending more time. Indeed, this is the way most businesses scale. Of course, you need to manage each subcontractor and potentially the client too. There are lots of ways of doing this. They could be an employee, in which case obviously you will need to pay them whether there are the clients to serve or not. Or they can be on some kind of a freelance contract where they work for you on a client-by-client basis. Of course, that means they can then work for others or themselves when they're not working for you. It's important to remember that these people are representing you and providing the service. So you do need to make sure you're happy with the way they do it. It is your reputation on the line. And always make sure you have a contract in place in case there are any issues. Okay, idea number eight is to sell a physical product. Sell it online and drop ship. That means getting somebody else to send it out for you. Of course, this only works if the product does not require a significant amount of time for you to make. Otherwise, it's not scalable. It might be an item you've designed, but it's made by somebody else. You can list your product on a platform like Amazon, Etsy, etc. and get someone else to send out the product. There are many, many people designing products, getting them made overseas and shipped directly to Amazon, who send them out to customers for you without you ever seeing the product, let alone have it take over your house. One of my clients, Vicky Weinberg, actually has a business helping you sell on Amazon. I put the link in the show notes to her website. And the last idea for today, idea number nine is affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing is where you get a commission for selling someone else's product or service. You promote these with an affiliate link, taking a commission in the process. And you should, of course, declare that you're taking a commission when you actually promote the product. One of the easiest, and I think most ethical, ways to earn affiliate income is to sign up for an affiliate scheme for tools you already use and would recommend to anybody in any event. So we use and recommend SiteGround for website hosting. (laughs) There's an affiliate link in the show notes. Now, we would recommend SiteGround without any commission, as the research we have done has shown this to be the best value option for the kind of businesses we work with. Not necessarily the cheapest, and it's not necessarily the best, but it's the best value. It gives what people need at the lowest possible cost. 
And getting a commission if somebody uses our link to purchase is an additional benefit. And so I'd ask whether there are any products or services you use for an affiliate scheme. I definitely recommend signing up and getting an affiliate link. That's the website URL that you give to people which tracks that you've actually recommended them. And that way, whenever you recommend them to anybody, you can earn some money. Of course, you can get affiliate links for tools or products that you don't use, which would also give you a commission. And you're effectively giving space for ads and getting a return for doing so. And while this is a very easy form of income, for most businesses, the sums you can earn this way are very small. And I must admit, we probably spend about 10 times the amount we earn through commission every year on our site ground hosting. Although, to be fair, it is one of the biggest expenses in our business, as we do have a lot of client websites hosted on there. But, you know, every little helps. Larger sums can be gained by selling other people's programs to your audience by what's called being an affiliate. And many business coaches rely upon affiliates, some of whom have been through the program being sold, to sell their courses or programs. And you usually have to offer something additional to persuade people to buy the program through you rather than through somebody else. So lots of people offer, for example, a course of their own, which might be an online course, a VIP day, power hour, etc. as the incentive. And unless you're offering a one-to-one, then of course it's scalable. And the sums available for being an affiliate for someone else's program can be considerable because the cost of their program can be considerable. But I would caution that you should believe strongly in their program, ideally by having been a client on this or another similar program run by that coach before. If you're selling it to your audience, otherwise you can easily lose that hard-earned trust you've built up. So, that's it. Nine ways to scale your business. And as you'll have seen, the amount of effort involved up front and on an ongoing basis, as well as the earnings potential, varies a lot between the options. Let's just run through all nine again. Number one is to set up an online course. Number two is to run a masterclass and potentially sell the recording afterwards too. Number three is to run a group program. Number four is to set up a membership. Number five, write and sell a book. Number six, sell digital downloads like an ebook, templates or a planner. Number seven, employ others to serve your clients, making a profit. Number eight, design, create and sell a physical product. And number nine is to sign up as an affiliate and sell somebody else's product or service for a commission. Now, while all of these allow you to scale, you do still need to promote them or you'll find the income dries up pretty quickly. So which of these are you going to add to your business this year? I'd actually really like to know. Send me a message on Instagram. I'm at beyondthekt or an email at hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk. And I'd also say, if there's anybody you think that would benefit from hearing this episode, please do them a favour and me too and send them a link. That's it for this week. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me. 
whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.